Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. Happy 4th of July to all of those that are in the Americas. Uh, the United States of Americas, I should say. Not the Americas. I don't know if the, the Centrals and the Southerns celebrate this day. I could be wrong. Maybe they do. Uh, my name is Dave. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday uh, celebrating this fine, fine country. And it is, most days, a fine, fine country. Let's not get political here. Um, be safe. Don't blow up your fingers with fireworks and that kind of stuff. And drive safe. It's a big drinking holiday, so, you know, all that good stuff. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about geek stuff. Mainly going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, that comes out, uh, this release is on Wednesday, so that comes out tomorrow, Thursday. But uh, we're, as we talk about it, don't worry about spoilers. We have not seen the movies, haven't read any reviews about it with spoilers in them, so you're safe there. Uh, we will be talking about the comic book origins, so there might be some spoilery stuff gleaned from characters in the past, but nothing confirmed for the movie or anything like that. Uh, casting stuff is all out in the open from the trailers and stuff like that, so there's no surprises there. So nothing to worry about there. We're also going to touch on some geek news and just do a quick talk about what we've been watching, reading, playing type of thing at the beginning here. But first, allow me to introduce my co-host. It is Kyle. America! Yeah! I'm Kyle. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know who would have been better to do that. Probably Tom. Yeah, uh, maybe Tom. To have on the 4th of July episode. But he's busy being a slacker and nobody else is around because Jenny's getting married and... Uh, no one knows what's going on with Johnny at this point. I think he has his daughter in town, so he's busy with all of that. Um, Everyone's gone. Yeah, it's it's a holiday week. The Atomic Geekdom offices are empty except for Kyle and myself. Because we have nothing better to do. We're sitting around playing pickup <laughs> sticks by ourselves because I don't know why we would do that. Between know. the two of us, we have Nintendo Switch, both classic Nintendos, <laughs> various consoles to play i don't know why we'd play pickup sticks but maybe the power went out we couldn't pay our bills please that's please. true although although if we yeah 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 uh, help, <laughs> help support us on patreon.com slash atomic kingdom <laughs> i think that's still active i think it's still a thing uh <laughs> but before before we get too far into it i should remind you this is the week it is this week that a certain book comes out on paperback yes that is correct paperback not digital uh not hardcover, soft cover. It'll fit in your bag, and uh, well, all books should fit in your bag, to be honest with you. But uh, no, it comes out today, actually. The date? Oh uh, no, yesterday. It came out yesterday, Tuesday, the third of July. Andy Weir's Artemis is on paperback, so go out, get that, find it, seek it out. Go to Amazon, go to uh, Barnes and Noble if it's out there. I think it's like sixteen bucks. It's three hundred fifty-two pages on paperback. It's easy reading. Um, and if you don't want to get that, at least get the audiobook because it's read to you by Rosario Dawson. Ooh. The sultry tones and fantastic acting of Rosario Dawson. The part of the probably one of the few parts of Luke Cage season two I actually enjoyed was Rosario Dawson. Uh, so that's the segue. I finished Luke Cage season two and I was not impressed. Oh, that was it... hard. It was a slug to get through for me. And, uh, uh, the the joke, which I don't think is very funny, and I know why he said it, because it is a joke to him, and that's cool, but uh, there's just too many trolls on Twitter that would agree. Uh, I, I guess I'm a racist because I didn't like Luke Cage. Uh, I like the character, <laughs> and I like a lot of the characters on the show um, that are uh, not white, but uh, the show itself, the story, the pacing, uh, I agree with a lot of people. You know, shows used to be 22, 24 episodes long uh, in a season. And 13 on Netflix, these Marvel shows is too long um, for what they're trying to do. Yeah, they're get they're they're get it's they do need to shorten it up. The Defenders was perfect. Eight mm -hmm. episodes and mm -hmm. done because it was it very tight. Uh, there was like no room for filler. So you just went. Everything happened. And it's great. Uh, I liked I liked Jessica Jones season two a lot, uh, but there was a lot of filler. Um I just, I couldn't get into the season, man. And I, from season one, Black Mariah was such a good character. And this season was just bad. I hated it. It it's she, she chewed the scenery too much. And I don't, I, I don't want to blame the actress because I know she's a great actress. But 
in this season, I just did not agree with some of the choices they made. I still didn't really under get understand the the relationship between Shades and Mariah. It just, oh, I know. It, it boggles my mind. And Shades is such a uh, the actor, I should say, is a great yeah. actor. Um, and Shades, the, he's made that character so compelling from last season, and 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 just a good foe for Cage. Mm-hmm. And and Black Mariah was too, uh, on a different level than the physical level, which is what you need for that character because he's a physical character. You need somebody that he can't punch in the face. Um, and man, I just I had so many problems with this show. I did enjoy, and not because of Iron Fist solely, but I loved when they were together. Um, I think that they've really improved on that relationship. Um, and I would watch a show with those two doing Heroes for Hire. Oh yeah, that was that was probably my favorite episode of the whole season. Their parts of that episode were my favorite. The other parts, when uh, I'll keep it spoiler free here, it's episode ten, so that's I mean that's not a big deal that you know that Luke and uh, and Danny Rand meet up in episode ten. You don't know why. I'm not gonna tell you why or what happens there. But there's a scene when there's a cop and they catch a person in an airport hangar, and this person is clearly surrounded. There is no way out, and she tries to run stupid you're not getting away even if it's not by this certain cop that catches her yeah like i didn't understand that all she she come out she's coming off as this very smart cop um very very you know up to this point very smart um you know uh at odds with this other cop i'm keeping it vague <laughs> uh you're keeping it very vague I, for yeah. a minute there i had to i had to think about what you were talking about good good you know, i saw it i'm like oh, what are you talking about uh my allergy, oh, yeah yeah that's my allergies yeah, are acting why, up so i apologize why would you run? i didn't understand that it made the character look real stupid and i guess you're making her look desperate but at the same time she knows she's done anyway yeah i don't um, know i didn't i did not like the end no, uh, I mean, I, I, cert- I like certain parts. Um, I was okay with the death that happened. I could see that coming um, pretty pretty far away. Um, I liked the emergence of the quote-unquote Nightshade character and how they changed that up a little bit. Um, <laughs> she's not exactly Nightshade. She uses Nightshade. I like that. Um, and I liked her character. Uh, I thought that was that was kind of fun. Yeah, I, the ending as far as where we leave Luke, I am not a fan of that either. No, I am. Because uh, oh. didn't we kind of leave Jessica in a similar not not where she's she's in a negative ending in that season too, right? Like she's right, not yeah, not yeah. not exactly in the same position that Luke is in, but it's not a happy place. Um, yeah, it's. And then and then of course no. at this point. Uh, as far as everybody knows, Daredevil's dead. Um, uh, right? They believe he died in the at the end of Defenders. Yeah, they they believe he died at the end of Defenders. But, but he woke we all up. Know yeah. that he's, he's there was, alive. There was the scene where he woke up on. Where did he wake up? I can't forget. It, it was it was in the same orphanage oh, that yeah, yeah. grew up in. That's right. Um. So yeah, that and uh, I don't because the next uh season is Iron Fist season two, that comes out rumored to be this year. Um, I'm gonna assume I could probably fall. I could see that happening, and I, I'd be okay with it. I I enjoyed Iron Fist. I liked Iron Fist too. I'm not as harsh a critic as a lot of people are about that that season. It had many problems, but I thought the fighting was was cool. Um, especially the fighting in this season with Danny and Luke was fantastic. Oh yeah, they did their own little fastball special, and they did uh, their own uh, um, Captain Iron Man. Yeah, they uh, did. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Patty cake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought like, it was I a good. I, don't remember that from right like Defenders. Patty cake. What the hell is he talking? Oh, I get it. All right, that's cool. Uh, that was yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of the whole Harlem's up for for grabs, warring gangs, and bleh, I just wasn't into it. I, I liked some of the the cameos. Colleen Wing was in an episode that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, more dealing with Misty, uh, which was which was fine. I liked Misty in the season a lot, actually. Um, she I liked her character a lot, Misty Knight. For those that don't know, um, yeah, Claire Temple was in maybe the first four or five episodes. Um, and she doesn't technically appear again till the end, but she doesn't really appear. She's name dropped. She yeah, she's name dropped. I was I was surprised she didn't have that many. Yeah, she wasn't in that many episodes. 
I thought she'd I figured, be in a lot more. Yeah, because they've built her up to be, you know, his girl is what he mm-hmm. said many times in the show. I don't know, but it I don't know if that's the meaning to women. Of, <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense in terms of the story why she's yeah. not. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, totally. And I'm, I'd, I'd be, I'd kind of be upset if she just kind of forgave him and came back, um, dealing with her history. Yeah. Um, and the reason why she left again, not trying to give away any spoilers. You should definitely watch it and decide for yourself if you liked it or not. Most people seem to have enjoyed it. Um, I read a few people that said they didn't. Um, I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I really wanted to. Um, I like these Netflix shows and I want more of them with different characters. Um, going forward, maybe. We get two seasons of each of them, and then we move forward with some new characters. I don't know. Um, I doubt that. We'll probably get these ones and another Punisher one, which, again, Punisher, I wasn't too thrilled by either. Um, But anyway. Uh, Yeah, so I think Iron Fist is the next one that's coming up. Um, Again, probably in the fall. Um, Let's just double-check. Season 2, Iron Fist, expected to release in 2018. So, yeah, I'm going to assume the, the fall here. Yeah. Um, and they cast Alice Eve to be in it, and I do like us some Alice Eve. Yeah, I did. I did see that news article today, but I didn't read into it because it's probably a little bit spoilery. I didn't see her name, the char- the name, of the character, or anything like that. But they did say that Joy Meacham's coming back. Um, played by uh, Jessica Stroop. She's in the first mm-hmm. season. Um, and I don't remember Davos. I do remember Davos. He's coming back too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and Ward. I think a rewatch of Iron Fist season one might be a might be in order. <laughs> yeah, it's saying notable guest Misty Knight, which I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does. She's got a connection to at least Colleen. Both, both of them, really. I mean, the 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 gift she got was from both of them. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. Um, so there you go, more more Marvel stuff later this year. Doesn't all have to be. Infinity War related. Um, anything else you want to touch on that you were watching? Uh, that that's it, honestly. Um, okay. I mean, I rewatched uh, Mission Impossible three, four, and five to get ready for Mission Impossible Fallout, and that's at the end of the I, month, right? That's yeah, that's it. That's near the end of the month. Yeah, and I am excited for Fallout. <laughs> yeah, that trailer. Every time I see it, man, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. Because it connects, it connects five and six. Yeah, it's, it's taking re- it's taking the fall, the, literally the fallout of of one of the missions where he lets everybody leave after they've done something they shouldn't have, and now mm-hmm. he's got he's got to pay the price. Well, it also deals with the the big bad from five. Right, he's the the main guy that's in the trailer. Yeah, which I wouldn't have known that until I rewatched Rogue Nation, and I'm uh, like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Rogue to Nation's have- the one with the desert, right? Yes. The big sandstorm. No, that's four. That's four. Okay. Five is the one. Wait, four is Ghost Protocol, right? Yes. That had the sandstorm. Are you sure? Oh wait. Are you thinking? Are you thinking? <laughs> you just watched it. I didn't. <laughs> I know, but the, I I kind of watched them out Let's of order. Rogue... I watched. Yeah, I watched... I'm looking at the poster. Rogue Nation. I watched. Um, Rogue Nation. Ghost had... Protocol, then three, and then five. Oh, so you went three, four. You went four, three, five. Yeah. Um, yeah. The poster is the desert. So, yeah. Rogue Nation had okay. the, the sandstorm. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but, uh, you know, I like Simon Pegg and, uh, you know, that's about it. <laughs> no, oh. no, no, but the oh, action any, scenes. Anything with Simon Pegg, I'll watch. Yeah. The action scenes are, are really good. So, uh, and, and, you know, you're, you're, you're guaranteed to see Tom Cruise do some running. Oh, running and jumping and then flying out of one, motorcycles and not dying from that. One insane yeah. stunt, yeah. Yep, yeah, so Mission Impossible 3. I still remember when the first Mission Impossible came out, way back in 1996. <laughs> See, I remember, I saw, and I also remember when John, the John Woo Mission like, Impossible 2 came out. I hated that and one. And then, you what? I didn't hate it. I didn't like that one. It's it's not my favorite one. But it did have um, that Limp Biscuit song in it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the Metallica song. <laughs> um, and the Mission Impossible Three is is directed by J.J. Abrams, and it's got yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, and probably like one of his best roles, I think. Maybe uh, not the best, but like a well acted role for what he's given. Yeah, yeah, 
the, the problem I had, I liked three, um, the, cause it kind of was like a re reboot, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. in a certain way. Then they do, they're just doing the face gag, uh, gimmick, the face gimmick thing just too often in these movies after two, I think it was two that started the face thing. Really. I thought it was one. No, it was one. No, either way. <laughs> it got out of control. Uh, they needed to stop doing it. And I think they have now. Although I think they did it in four, too. They did it in four and... Oh. See, this is what sucks. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's... Because it, it, was, it, was, it was last week. Oh, all the way last yeah. week, yeah. No, I don't know. I you know I, I expect Fallout to be fun, um, an enjoyable romp, as it were, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the reason why Superman has a, a beard. So you get to see why he had to CGI out a beard in Justice League. <laughs> yeah, as if that's that, really that, that whole impo- thing that important <laughs> to the story, and it brings back his wife, Michelle Monaghan's back in this one. Yeah, I saw that. Um, there's also I thought there was another not. Not the same chick from... Uh, no, uh, it's a different chick, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Vanessa, I think it's uh, the White Widow is her character name. Oh, Or Ilsa, yeah. Ilsa Faust. No, not her. There's, I thought there was a blonde There was a blonde girl. That must girl. be White Widow. That's got to be this White yeah. Widow person. Because uh, she... Yeah, she's not from any other ones. But uh, yeah, I saw Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt's wife in there. Mm-hmm. And then Ilsa Faust from the last movie um, in yeah. there. Yeah. Word. Word. All right. Uh, and then I've started watching the latest season of iZombie on Netflix because I love that show. It is just perfectly cast and perfectly written. I, I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah, next next season's the last one. I heard that one. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> so they go to they go, this, this, this uh, like professional wingman gets killed and they go into his, his, his apartment or whatever. And, you know, he's like, you know, these, these guys, these just disgusting guys that are at clubs that do nagging and stuff like that. And he's laying in the bed and for whatever reason, somebody claps and then like a black light comes on and porn music comes on and Liv, oh, Liv is like, well, I guess this means we have to have sex now. And the tall, more, the more guy, the Indian dude or the British mm-hmm. dude, he starts taking off his jacket and the black guy's like, or, we could just go about our lives. <laughs> and the other two are just like bummed. I guess. <laughs> it's just funny how seamlessly they just go into these jokes. It's the the timing is perfect. They're really good. It's a good cast. Um the the British dude who plays the morgue guy, uh Liv's boss, is he's a big comic book nerd and he did an episode of I wanna say Flash. He did do uh an episode <clears throat> of Flash. Um I always forget his Roll. name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hilarious dude, and he, he reminds me so much of of uh, Chuck. He looks like, For whatever reason, he looks like Chuck to me when he's got his beard and goatee and everything. Um, but yeah. A little bit, yeah. Rahul Kohili. I'm probably butchering his name, and I apologize. Um, I don't think I've ever heard his name spoken. But yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's from London. London, England. London. Good actor. I hope he gets casted more stuff after iZombie. He was on Zo- Supergirl. That's what he was on. He was Biomax. Oh, Supergirl. He played Biomax. It was one, at least it was one of the CW shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is funny because the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend chick was just in the last episode I watched. From the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend show. The, for what? The girl for who what episode? Uh, oh, on iZombie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she ate the brains of this super eccentric actress girl played by... Rachel, whatever, from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> That's awesome. It's fun when they get the guest stars to come in and die in the first scene. And then they're done. <laughs> Not to pay them much. Um, Alright, so... Good, I think we stalled just, just about enough. Uh, oh yeah, and LeBron is going to Los Angeles. Congratulations, Los Angeles. You are now a seven seed. And slow clap for the people who don't care, including me. Yeah. Good luck, LA. You're still dumb. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp comes out this week. The latest installment in the MCU uh, the is twenty first movie. Twentieth. Twentieth. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this takes place pre um, pre Infinity War events. Uh, in fact, it takes place two years after Civil War is confirmed to me 
by Wikipedia just now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't, that's, that's, I guess, spoilery, but not really. Who cares? Two years, I mean, some people were saying maybe it takes place after Infinity War. No, I don't think that's possible. Um, I think Tom was trying to make that argument at one point. Maybe he had too many beers. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's no way. Uh, this takes place before. Um, I think we're going to have the, the credit scene link us into Infinity War. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> or or Avengers 4. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the two. Because the next movie after Ant-Man and the Wasp is Cap on Marvel in March. And then just, uh, what, two months after that is Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. Which is in post-production right now. And while Captain Marvel is still filming. Interesting. Well, they, I thought they shot uh, Avengers 3 and 4 back-to-back, so that's... Uh, yeah, that might, yeah I don't that's know. why. Yeah, and Guardians is under in development right now. Guardians 3, they said the script what they're working on. James Gunn tweeted out that image, and Spider-Man Far From Home before Guardians 3. That's all that's announced so far, because to announce anything else would be spoilery, I think. Um, and I think they're going to slow down doing that, and I think that's smart. Um, that is very smart. Yeah, instead of getting like six movies announced like we used to at, at San Diego Comic Con or Disney's uh, D twenty three or whatever they're calling it, um, that they you know I think they're gonna keep it under wraps. And Marvel, not even uh, MCU is not even gonna be at San Diego Comic Con Hall H. So, nope, uh, they, just TV. Yep, just the TV stuff, and that's it. And again, I, I think it's a good move. Um, I don't think they're gonna feel any 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 you know, effect from not being there, even though DCEU is going to run wild with their Aquaman trailer and maybe a Captain or Shazam uh, trailer. Uh, maybe if they're smart, a Wonder Woman trailer. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's, it's Marvel. They're going to just keep making money. Oh yeah. All right. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, the sequel to Ant-Man and more, more directly a sequel to civil war too. Um, the fallout from uh, Scott's actions in civil war, getting arrested for being a superhero and not registering with the Accords. Um, what we know is he's under house arrest. He's got the ankle bracelet. And it's also forced um, Hope, Van Dyne, and um, <clears throat> Hank Pym, excuse me, these allergies, to kind of get on the move, so to speak, and kind of run, be on the run, I guess. Um and uh, so that's kind of where we find things uh, picking up, I guess. Uh, that's all I know, really, from the trailers. <laughs> that That's all I know, too. And, I mean, they uh, from the trailers, uh, looks like Hank Pym goes into, I forget the name of the... Isn't it the Quantum Realm? The Quantum Realm to look for Jan, uh, Janet Van Dyme, because there, there was a little... He says it. Uh, Louis, Luis, his character says, uh, that's Michael Pena's character, says something about it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's when they introduced the ghost character. Which was uh, awesome. Apparently, Ghost was in the Quantum Realm and he lets her out uh, to steal whatever was in the Quantum Realm. Yeah. According Which... to this line in the in the trailer. So, Hannah, Hannah we'll start with Ghost. Hannah John Kamen. Uh, is playing a female version of Ghost. Ghost has been mostly a dude. Um, but who cares? Uh, the abilities for this particular character, uh, which I don't know 100% will be the same in this in this version, but mostly. Uh, skilled, mar- skilled marksman, I doubt. Uh, brilliant inventor, perhaps. Tactician and skilled hacker, most likely. Uh, superb intellect, almost guaranteed, I think. Um, and then the suit itself grants invisibility, intangibility, and stealth technology, uh, which we've seen a lot of in the trailer. So, um, first appearance for Ghost was in Iron Man 219, all the way back in 1987, as 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 Kyle crushes his garbage. I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So Iron Man. Um, was originally an Iron Man villain. Yeah, I first remember seeing Ghost from the Iron Man cartoon back in the 90s. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's about it. Um, I've seen I've seen Ghost pop up here and there in the comics, but not enough to know anything really about Ghost other than he, he 
in the comics mm-hmm. can walk through walls. And that's it, really. Yeah, uh, Ghost was voiced, actually, by very talented uh, voice actress Jennifer Hale as one of three different voices in the same episode or series. Um, she's voiced 100 characters. Um, but yeah, just throw her name out there. Um, Interesting. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, again, uh, played by Hannah John Kamen in this version, and you've seen her in Ready Player One, Game of Thrones... Killjoys, Tom, one of Tom's favorite shows. Uh, she was in Tomb Raider this past year, and she was in Star Wars: The Force Awakens as a First Order officer, number one. And then, of course, she was in an episode of Black Mirror, two episodes of Black Mirror. So yeah, good stuff. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to her her character, I'm always interested to see a Marvel villain actually be done well because uh, it's rare. Yeah, but I mean, lately they've been they've been hitting them out of the park. So I, I I would have to assume, hopefully, that these will that this will be, um, be good as well. Though I think there might be another villain in this movie too. Um, well, from the trailer, it doesn't look like this guy is that big of a villain. But Walton Goggins is also in the movie. Um, and looks like, based on this description, he's just a low-level criminal type. He's playing the character Sonny Birch, which is a comic book character. Um, also first appearing in Iron Man in 2003. He worked for Cross Technologies, who was the villain of the first Ant-Man movie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea how big... It's Walton Goggins, it's a pretty big actor. Yeah. To be just kind of like this throwaway caper guy that we see you see him in a car chase scene in the trailer uh, i would i would be surprised if that's the only thing um yeah i mean he there has to be more to his character which is which is probably good why they haven't really shown him all that much in the trailers or they've or they focused more on ghost right i, I so. don't i don't think those two will necessarily work together but i could be wrong yeah, it's. I mean, it's happened before in right. something like this. Yeah. Um, also being introduced in this movie is Bill Foster. And my theory is he's going to be a bad guy by the end of this movie. It's a theory, not a spoiler. Um, I, you know, I could be way off. But um, Bill Foster in the comic books uh, was Goliath. And he was created in 1966, first appeared in the Avengers number 32. Uh, he first appeared as Giant Man in a Marvel 2-in-1 uh, issue in 1979. And first appeared as Goliath in 2006. Interesting. Really? He, he was Black Goliath before that. Oh. Okay. In Luke Cage, Power Man, number 24. Uh, interesting. So, <laughs> so... So he got his name during the time of Civil War. Uh, Goliath? Uh, yeah. It was in The Thing, issue number one. Huh. Civil War, uh, Goliath is seen as a member of Captain America's anti-registration secret Avengers, adopting the alias of Rockwell Dodsworth. Okay. And then Foster gets okay. killed, killed by the clone of Thor. I remember that. Yeah. Which they made a, which they made a big deal of it in the comics. Oh yeah. So I don't think, I don't think. Well, of course that won't happen <laughs> no. in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, he could die in this movie, of course, just not by. Ah crap! I just read a friggin' spoiler. Oh, don't say it. I won't. It was on the stupid Bill Foster Wikipedia. Damn you, Wikipedia! Oh. The last place on Bill Foster's stinking. It has nothing to do with my theory either by the oh, way okay. so it doesn't confirm or deny it uh anyway uh as goliath bill's powers include uh superhuman strength and size and mass manipulation you've seen in the trailer he got to like 25 feet i think mm-hmm. uh, whereas scott can get to 65 um uh without the powers he's just a brilliant biochemist and gifted into intellect um so yeah he uh similar powers to hank pym's more of 
the the reverse, I guess, or the inverse. I don't know what you would say. He gets bigger, um, where Ant Man typically just gets smaller. Typically, typically. But we, I, I know two two movies now with this one included. We'll see him getting big. Um, in the movie, it looks like he's an old colleague of of uh, Hank Pym. Again, I'm just kind of going by the trailers. Um, the interviews, they liken the rivalry between Foster and Pym to that of Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. So they're tech rivals, so to speak. But they work together at one point. Okay. Um, I can get behind that. In the trailer. So uh, you might remember this guy that plays Bill Foster as Perry White in the DCEU. <laughs> it's Lawrence Fishburne, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, another one of those guys that jumped, the walked over the picket line. <laughs> to to play a character in both worlds, which who cares? Um, Jenny does. We know that she, she can't handle it. She can't. She she can't she can't distinguish between right. the actors. She she has she does not she lacks the ability to separate Spider Man from Human Torch. Uh, well, I guess it's Human Torch from Captain America, but yeah, or Human Torch from Killbonger. Take take your pick on Human Torches. Um, <laughs> both have been redeemed. <laughs> quite a bit yeah yeah although the one human torch didn't need a marvel movie to be redeemed he had creed first and that's true and fruit fail station and friday night lights and i could go on um yeah so the last time we saw scott we had talked about he was in the raft or he had just broken out of the raft uh with some help um but i you know it'll be interesting to see how they handle that we see he's got an ankle bracelet so I wonder, did he turn himself in so he could have his daughter back in his life, or how that all works out? You know, because um, I, I, def- I definitely think he it's it's um, it was his choice. He he yeah. know he screwed up. He he wants to he wants to be there for his daughter. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take the plea and be under house arrest the whole time. Sure, since you know, I mean, and I guess you know he probably was able to talk it down as not having much to do with whatever else happened. Being a, a smaller part of the Avengers. Yeah. Pun intended. Smaller. I got it. Oh, well. Alright. I was, sa- I was saving, it, saving it for everyone else. Oh, good. Laugh break. Um, Let's see. Cassie returns. That is the aforementioned Scott Lang daughter. In the comic books, she does become Wasp at some point. Or a version of Wasp, I guess you could say. I think she has a, diff- thought- she has a different name. Um... I thought she becomes um, Stinger. Oh, I was thinking. I thought she she was part of the Young Avengers. Yeah, she's had four different names. Uh, Nick Spencer named her Stinger in the most recent run. Um, she's been Stature. Stature, that's the one. Ant Girl and Giant Girl, and she's been in the Initiative, Mighty Avengers, and the Young Avengers. So when she gets older, you, I think she's a teenager. She. Uh, she starts becoming a, a, a character, uh, a superhero, mm-hmm. and you hear her say that in the in the trailer. She says, "I want to be, a, I want to fight bad guys like you, Dad." Um, so she was a cute little girl in the first movie. So uh, I'm excited to see more of their interaction together. Uh, she was she was a nice touch to the movie. And also returning is Judy Greer, who plays Scott's ex uh, ex wife and her husband, played by Bobby, Bobby Cannaval. Uh, also good characters from the first one. Um, new to the to the MCU, Randall Park was cast as Jimmy Woo, a Shield agent. We've talked about him on this show, the casting news and everything. He's been in a few uh, comic books. He's a Chinese American member of Shield. If that you know appeals to you folks, some some representation in the movie, uh, always a good thing. Created in 1956. Wow, I didn't know he was that old. But uh, old character. Yeah, yeah, he's been in uh, he's been part of the Marvel universe for a long time, and now he's gonna be introduced to to the MCU. Um, but I guess his character might not be a Shield agent. I, I would assume that because they really haven't dealt with Shield in since uh, so, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of came back in in Age of Age Ultron. Age of Ultron, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. And they kind of went back into the into the mist, as it were. Um, we could talk a little bit about Wasp herself, uh, the Hope Van Dyne version, and that's the one we've met already, played by Evangeline Lilly. The credit scene, we got to see her uh, being introduced to the Wasp suit. 
that's made for her, not for her mother. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, everybody was, was geeked up when they saw that, and we're all ready for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Evangeline Lily's awesome, and she was great in the movie, and now we get to see her just whoop that booty uh, as Wasp. And uh, the scenes I've seen so far look look awesome. Yeah, I've stayed I've stayed away from the like the clips online. I'm just be... going by trailers. Oh, then by trailers, yeah, she she's badass. Yeah, uh, the fight <laughs> sequences with a knife flying in the air and she gets real small and uh, she makes a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser huge in the middle of the street and a salt shaker blocks a door. Uh, just some cool stuff they can do with these with this cool technology. Right. Um, it's going to be fun, I think, some of these actions. I, you know, I really enjoyed the first one. I know people were down on it and for various reasons. Uh, Ant-Man was one of my favorites. It's like it goes in and out of my top five. Um, you know, it depends on my mood, I guess. But it's it's up there in the, my MCU top ten or top list. Um, it's, it's a fun movie, and I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, so that doesn't, you know, hurt things for me. Yeah, I mean, no, Ant-Man's <clears throat> Ant-Man was one of those sleeper super ones where it's like really good and it's not a traditional superhero film it's more of a heist film which is awesome in itself right right and the early non-spoiler reviews i've been reading are this is the movie to kind of cleanse all of the darkness from infinity war off you uh so (laughs) this is your your palate cleanser before we get back into the grim and gritty world of infinity war um which we, I think, I think Marvel fans need, um, are gonna need, because it was a dark ending there, and people, mm-hmm. you know, people who might not know the future of the MCU are a little bummed. So, uh, will it confuse some fans? I think so, but I think all that's solved by, uh, not, you know, putting up a tag that says 2016 or whatever, you know, uh, you know, it says two years after Civil War, whatever it is, you know, it, they'll identify quickly what the time frame is. Um, rather quickly, so people don't have to be confused as to, wait, everybody disappeared, shouldn't the world be in chaos? Uh, no, dummy. We'll take care of that for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hope uh, is becoming the new Wasp in this movie. In the comic books, Hope actually uh, is the Red Queen for a while, um, before becoming the Wasp. Uh, actually, I don't know if she ever does become the Wasp in the comics. I think she's always just the Red Queen. I thought she does. I could be wrong. Um, I don't know a whole lot about this comic book character, but just in kind of reading right now, uh, she's a part of the Revengers team. Um, she has flight via the implanted bio wings, bioelectric blasters, and extendable claws on her gloves. Uh, but that is, again, the Red Queen. So most of that sounds about right for for uh, the Wasp character as well. She's got the wings. Right. I think she has a blaster type thing, like a stinger. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, much, much like her, her, uh, her mother. Speaking of uh, Janet Van Dyne, we got a little introduction to in the first movie. She disappeared into the quantum realm uh, and has been lost ever since. Or has she? Mm. Uh, we don't know. Not a lot to be seen of her in the trailers. I have kept very far away from any spoilers on this. All we know is who's playing her and it's awesome and fantastic. And also a DC convert. It's Catwoman herself, Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh, I'm yeah. psyched. I am psyched to see old Michelle Pfeiffer old. I don't mean to say it like that. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. She's still, she's still beautiful. Even to this day, just a lovely, lovely looking woman. And as Catwoman will always hold a place in my heart, the 11 year old heart of young Dave. <laughs> When that movie came out, uh, I was not quite ready for that. It was Batman Forever with Nicole Kidman that got me uh, through the puberty. Um, Batman Returns. No, no, I, that was too young for me. Batman Forever was the one with Nicole Kidman. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm th- I'm, I'm thinking. But then I've gone back and watched Catwoman in the tight. I'm sorry. And the milk <laughs> and uh, in the weird scenes with Penguin. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So now I think about it, Nicole Kidman is returning to a DC film. Didn't she's she an Aquaman. Oh, that's right. Why, why, why did I want to say she was in Wonder Woman? No, she's not. Uh, yes, she is in Aquaman. She plays Aquaman's mother, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just interesting. <laughs> There's so many. Dude, I'll sit in a movie and I'll be like, this movie's got Batman and Robin in it, or you know, yeah. like I'll, <laughs> you know, you go back and watch Ten Things I Hate About You, and you got the Joker and, and Nightwing sitting hanging out <laughs> in, oh, yeah. in high school. 
Oh, it's just. I love doing those. I love doing those uh, comparisons. Thinking of okay, these guys played these characters. How cool is it if they're in their their makeup or costume of those characters and they're in this scene? Right, right. Right now, go. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you know we we talked about it for a second. I I didn't really think about it. Uh, We talked about Iron Fist, and there was an actor that's in Iron Fist who is now rumored to be uh, going to be cast as Nightwing. Um, I. I have to find out his name. Everybody loves this guy. I thought, I thought he was... Um, the The rumor I thought it was... The, um, thought it was Shatterstar from Deadpool 2. Isn't it not the same guy? I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I am thinking Maybe. of the wrong guy. Yeah, I don't know. I am thinking of the wrong guy. It is that guy. Yeah. I was trying to think of other movies this guy was in. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it is him. And I don't think that's the same dude But um, I'm gonna that I'm thinking of. I think I'm wrong. Um, where is he? This they've ruined this this Wikipedia for this page. Uh, Fire Fist, Teenage Warhead, Black Tom Cassidy, uh, great moments in the movie. Um, wow, help me out here. Come on, oh there he is, Louis Tan <laughs> is rumored to be uh, being courted for uh, Nightwing. Mm. Let me just Google it real quick. That's the guy. He met with DC, and the rumor is he was leaving DC, took some pictures, and he's got some comic books in his hand and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, he's come out five hours ago and said he's not for that project, but he has met with DC, but he would love to play the character. Uh, Dick Grayson being one of my favorite characters of all time, and we're off track just a little bit, but uh, being one of my favorite characters of all time, and the outrage fanboys get when they... You know, they changed gender or ethnicity and stuff like that. And Dick Grayson, notably, is white. Um, and Louis Tan is not. He's a British-born American actor, but he's also got uh, an Asian appeal. Uh, he's Chinese descent. Um, and I would be more than okay with him being Nightwing. I think he would be awesome. And he was in Iron Fist. Yes! He's the, oh, he was? He's the drunken guy. The guy he fights, he's he's like all drunk. He's got the bottle in his hand when he's fighting him. Oh, he's the drunken master. Okay. Yeah, I was right. He wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so. I just feel victory. Um. <laughs> so yes. Um. Reeling it back into Man of the Wasp. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I was trying to find <laughs> that, no good segue. that merge no good segue lane. Back. Yeah, the merge lane. But yeah, we're talking about Michelle Fiverr. Uh, Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp, she disappeared to the Quantum Realm on a mission, and it looks as though they're going to find her, maybe. Um, we know we're going to be in the Quantum Realm. We know that uh, Scott survived going there. So I think in the two years that we've spent there, um, Hank has probably done some experimenting. Um I do know they've cast two young versions of Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. So I'm assuming we're going to see maybe how they met. Um, something like that, you know? Uh, yeah, because we, we know Marvel can do the the de-aging right. CG really well. Oh, actually, you know, I just read, too, that uh, Fishburne's character is... Uh, Bill Foster is going to be a younger version, too. So we'll see probably all three of them. Oh. Uh, played by Lawrence Fishburne's son. Oh. There you go. That's easy act. That's okay. easy casting. Langston Fishburne. He's an actor and ballet dancer. I didn't have any idea. His kid was doing acting. He's been on NCIS. And that's about it. <laughs> A bunch of movies that are short films. Hmm. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, so that's cool. Um Wow, uh his sister did pornography. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Alright, thanks Wikipedia, things I didn't need to know um, But yes, so we will see uh, Hope Van Dyne, we'll see what happened uh, Hope, Janet Van Dyne uh, We'll see what happened to her and hopefully we'll see her return Into the, the, the regular realm As it were um, And, you know, have some cool Scenes with uh, her And Scott, I think Michelle Pfeiffer And Paul Rudd together in some scenes Talking about him dating her daughter Would be fun uh, those two kind of going at it would be kind of cool. Um, or her just telling Michael Pena's character to shut up would, would be fun, too. Uh, he's Oh, actually, Pena said in this one there's less opportunity to improvise than there was in the first one. Uh, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, that might be a good thing because, I mean, they're, they're wanting to tie this 
tie this movie in compared to the other one. Right, and you know him being all I'm in the system, the system. I thought that was dumb. So uh, some of his stuff was dumb. Otherwise, I'm a big fan of Michael Pena in most movies. Uh, I didn't really care for his character or the other two, um, even though I like David Dest Malkian as an actor. Um, I didn't really care for the that that side. They didn't need to be in the movie that much. I think. But I understand it. It was a it was a heist movie, and they needed more heist characters. So, yeah, that was fine. I I feel like they should not be in this movie that much, and maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be just that one adventure, and then that's it. Hopefully. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Fishburne says he's always considered himself a Marvel guy. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna say that now after he had some really good. Is he dead? And the... they didn't kill Perry White. No, they didn't. No, he'll be back. I'm sure. In Man of Steel 2. Whenever the, that happens. The Manier of Steelier. Uh, less killing, perhaps. We'll see. Um, okay, so I think that's all the new characters we've wanted to, to hit on here. Yeah. They've given a background. A little background on, I guess, Ant-Man. We never... I don't think we did an Ant-Man 101 episode, so... Uh, I mean, you got a lot of the origin story, or actually comic book origin story, from the first movie. It started with... It started with uh, with Hank, and much like in the movie, Scott steals the suit. Uh, but I think it was more to save his daughter at the time because she was sick. Um, and it wasn't... It was tied to his daughter in the movie, but I think in the in the comic books he was saving his daughter because she was sick. Um, yeah, I think that's right. I think I also remember that from um, the Avengers cartoon that mm-hmm. they had. Yeah, and I like... I like that origin story where he's not necessarily a good guy, but he's also not really a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, having two different ones, different Ant-Man was, was a good idea. Hank Pym in the comic books. He, uh, he's, he's a super genius. Uh, just, he's the reason Ultron exists in the comic books. Uh, they kind of did a little different storyline there. I think actually he makes a comment like, about Ultron or something like it in Ant-Man. I can't remember. Or he makes fun of it. I could be wrong. He makes something... He makes a comment about Stark. Stark, yeah, yeah. Because he he worked with... He worked with uh, Howard and... Right. Agent Carter and S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, doesn't he make something about dropping cities out of the sky or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Um, It's a throwaway line, of course. Right, right, and he's you know he's dissing him. There's going to be some some friction there. I think he really only got along with Peggy Carter, um, who we need to bring back, guys. We need more Haley Atwell in our MCU. She might. I mean, I mean, yeah, probably yeah. she she could still come back. Like in this one, it definitely is a flashback. Oh, for sure, that would be awesome. I don't I don't know if I expected to see her in the first Ant Man, and that was a nice surprise. I yeah, can't, I can't remember if I did or not, but even if I didn't, uh, it was still cool to see. And yeah, Age of Ultron led right into Ant-Man, so uh, that that would have worked if it, you know, I don't know. I, sometimes the timeline, I get screwy, but release-wise, it was the, the first movie after Age of Ultron, which this is the first movie after Infinity War, so Ant-Man likes to follow the Avengers movies. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, uh, poor guy. Next time Spider-Man <laughs> has to do it. Um, what was... What's that? I was going to say, it was also like the first movie that that they made mention about Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, was it like a guy that climbs on walls? Climb on walls, yeah. Yeah, and what were, were did they ever identify the other two that she mentioned? I don't believe so. We I don't a, think those ever paid off. Got a guy that jump, jumps real high. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think they're just throwaways. Yeah. To kind of hide the Spider-Man one. Yeah, I've I've always liked the hinting at things in small ways, like you know the Stephen Strange thing in Winter Soldier. Uh, they just say his name. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Hydra agent does before he dies. Yes, um, Sitwell. Yeah, yes, Sitwell. I miss Sitwell. Um, I don't. He's a Hydra. <laughs> well, it just tells you where my allegiances lie. Apparently, hail Hydra. <laughs> I really want Goggins to just at some point say hail Hydra and then cut away. <laughs> That's the end of the movie or something. <laughs> I would. I'd be so down for that. Walton Goggins as a member of Hydra. Yeah. Well, it's a possibility. I mean, those that. Hydra cells could still exist. Sure, I don't. Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, so, what are you hoping from this movie? Like, what are you, what are you excited for? And kind of like, what are you hoping to see? 
um, based on you know the trailers and the story and the plot and that kind of thing. I'm excited for more f- funny antics from mm. from Ant Man. Um, I'm I'm excited for action with Wasp. Um, excited for um, wow. Lawrence Fishburne's character that I can't remember his name right now. Oh my god. Bill Foster. Bill Foster. Goliath. Oh Goliath, yeah. <laughs> and and then Janet coming into play. And I think I think even on one like one of the entertainment earth or entertainment uh weekly or entertainment, whatever they're calling it, magazines, they have Janet in her in her wasp costume. Oh. So I think she, I think she's gonna come out like helmet off. I think, yeah, like helmet off. Yeah. Hmm. If I can find it, I will send it to you. Cool. But I I mean I I think you know speculation. I think Hank dies in this movie. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I th- it. There's there's one scene in the trailer where we see Hope crying. Mm-hmm. I think this is the cause of it. And I'm sorry, anyone who makes Evangeline Lily cry is a monster. <laughs> Even on Lost, I just did not like it. <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, I'm a big Evangeline Lily fan. I love that woman. She can do no wrong. Um, I saw some headlines from like Nerdist uh, saying things like, it, it, "Could the Wasp be the new leader of the Avengers?" Like, hell yeah, she could. Why not? Although I think Captain Marvel is going to be, but. Uh, I, I think for sure Wasp could lead that team. She's smart. Right. She's smart. She's got the action down. She can fight. She's a leader, clearly, on Team Ant-Man. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Where do, you, where do you think or how do you think the credit scene is going to tie into either post-Infinity War or Infinity War together? Uh, are we going to lose anybody? Well, I think I th- they. I'll, I'll do one for leading okay. for one or infinity war and lead and then one for after infinity war okay i think because we really because there's been leaked uh promotional art for infinity for the fourth avengers film i think they may snap <clears throat> away hope okay well they then they haven't really confirmed that that was uh leaked from marvel though it right could, it could be I, fan I, art so we don't know yet yeah, and I, I mean, and that—that's what I'm. That's sure. what I'm basing. It looks similar to other concept art. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so that's the one leading into Infinity Wars. So the one leading up after it, I, it be, it's a real stretch. But I, I'm hope I would hope to have, um, the Wasp, Ant Man, Hawkeye, and then Captain Marvel all appear on on screen. Ooh, you got me chills. That would be. I was it just, would be awesome. I was, it probably won't happen. <laughs> no, no. I could, I could see, I could see Hawk, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and Wasp and Ant Man. Yeah, but I think they're gonna hold off. Would, yeah, would be amazing. They're gonna hold off on that money shot. I think. Yeah. Um, I would love for the the last credit scene. Maybe there's two of them. Uh, one of them, it's maybe showing Cassie disappearing because you can imagine how heartbreaking that would be. Oh yeah, like they're hugging or they're playing, swinging on a swing or something, and she just starts disappearing, and Scott's just there, like, just in shock, you know. Uh, I I think that would be the the horrific writer in me wants to see that, uh, <laughs> the Joss Whedon side of me. Um, and then the other one I would like the last credit is uh, stemming off of the final or not the final the 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 uh, Fury scene in Infinity War. Just a reddish yellow streak in the sky, signaling su- signaling somebody's returned. Yeah, interesting. And that's it. Just that's all you need. Maybe in the maybe in the in the in the stars even, because she can fly in space, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be just uh, that's all I would need, really. Um, something what? you know, it'd have to be something similar, you know, something distinguishing so that we know it's her, like the the logo. Um. In the Fury one. Oh, interesting. That does not. Yeah. That, that that picture. I don't know. Looks fake. No, I thought that 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 is that poster a was revealed. Poster. Okay. It might be. It looks similar to the other ones. Something about it yeah. looks off to me. But yeah, that would, that looks pretty good actually. Yeah. So I think yeah, definitely she'll be. You can Google it. Michelle Pfeiffer will, you can will be it. in her in her version of the wasp costume, the one she disappeared in, which looks to have a little bit of green in it. 
Mm. In the where the where her, right above where it says Michelle, a little green above the black. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm 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 stoked for this movie. Um, I need it. <laughs> the dark it, the dark Marvel movie in my taste in the taste. I loved Infinity War, man. I saw I would have saw it a hundred times if my movie pass would have let me. I loved it. Um, <laughs> and I'm ready for I'm ready for Ant Man to come back in my face. I loved him in Civil War. It's fantastic touch of humor to the very serious proceedings, and I think we're gonna get more of that. I think it's gonna be a fun movie, but I do think it's gonna be a little more grounded than the first Ant Man. I think it's gonna be a little less fun, fun like gag wise, like you know you know hokey type uh, comedy, and I think it's gonna be a little more serious uh, in when it gets serious, you know. Um, you, oh yeah, you talk, I definitely agree. You talk about Evangeline Lilly crying, and um, you know if Hank does die, that's a big moment, um, for, at least for that character, and it should be a big moment for the Marvel universe. Uh, but they really haven't built that character up enough. No, it, uh, it it does suck that he's not that Hank is not an Avenger like he is but in it's the comics. Cool. Yeah, and it's cool that he does have that history of technically being an agent of Shield. So that's kind of cool. Right. He does have this history of being a superhero without getting any of the credit. And exactly. I, I like that, that he's wanted to hide it and keep it hidden. And now Scott's kind of the anti Hank where he's, you know, out in public and, you know, people know who Ant-Man is. I don't think they know that Scott necessarily. Well, they probably do now. No, because definitely Tony didn't know who that was. Oh, you're right. You're right. Nobody knew who was under the mask except for team cap team cap. Yep. Um, and the, okay. the cop, and his his ex wife are really the only ones that know from the events of Ant Man that that was him, correct? Um, because he did erase the the footage and everything, got rid of the security tape and all that. And the I'm sorry, no, the booking paperwork. Uh, the night he got arrested, he fudged the paperwork. Yeah, because Hank came in. Right. Uh, and well, he made it that he was legally released from jail and not broke out that night. Yeah, that's what he did. Um, so yeah, I, I'm geeked up for it. I'm ready for it. You and I are going to see it together again. We saw Jurassic World together. Um, and at, at the right theater this time. This time, this time <laughs> yep, we're going to go to the right theater. <laughs> um, uh, a heads up to the folks that are going out for comics today on Wednesday. It's, it is new comic book day. Uh, hopefully you've stayed away from spoilers. Uh, they have released spoilers for Batman 50, which is the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Not the wedding of Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle, by the way. They've distinctly made that clear. Um, in the comics several times, but I'm looking forward to that book. I've stayed spoiler free. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I love this relationship. I've kind of loved this twist. I am more expecting this marriage to happen than not. Uh, but I'm probably wrong. Um, I'm keeping my mouth shut cause I read it. Okay. Because most weddings don't turn out the way we want them to, <laughs> or, uh, as seen by Kitty pride and Colossus. Um, but I did get one couple marriage this year in comic books, so I'm happy about that. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be at my comic book store. I did find out they are open on July 4th, so I'm going to go pick that up uh, when they open and read away and either be joyfully happy or upset for a minute and then get over it immediately because it's probably going to be a good story either way. Uh, <laughs> Tom King has been killing it with the Batman book. I've loved his run since he took over for Scott Snyder, uh, and he's been doing a great job, so... Uh, hopefully you guys stayed spoiler free and hopefully you'll stay spoiler free from Ant-Man and the Wasp until you get to see it. If you do see it, be kind, keep the spoilers out of your tweets and your Facebook posts. Be nice to people, especially for those credit scenes. I hear this one is one of the best. Um, I think they say that every time one comes out, but again, we're dealing with infinity war. So I think that's probably why people are a little more jacked up about it. Uh, so yeah. All right. Find us. Let us know what you're excited about for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let us know what you think about it after you see it. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube at Atomic Geekdom for all that good stuff. You're going to want to follow us during San Diego Comic-Con. I promise you we've covered Comic-Con before. I think our first year we were all around, we covered it pretty well without ever being there. Um, and it's kind of dropped off since then due to busy schedules and things like that. I think I was unemployed for that Comic-Con and, I could cover a lot more late-breaking news <laughs> uh, <laughs> than I could. I remember writing articles sitting on, on an exercise bike one night, watching Shark Week at the same time. Uh, that's the one problem. Uh, th I will be at Comic-Con this year, so no Shark Week for me, but that's okay. That's what DVRs are for. Um, so I'll be there for at least two nights of it, and hopefully I can cover as much as I can. If nothing else, you'll see 
cool video, Facebook Live stuff, Instagram video, um, or Instagram TV, I think it's called now. Uh, all that good stuff. I'll be from the, the floor. Um, I, I'm, I'm nervous and excited for it all at the same time. I don't know what to expect other than I'm told it's like every other convention I've gone to, only times a billion. So that just means lots and lots of people that are annoying and stinky. Oh, yes. So, yeah, uh, we will be covering it uh, from there. Um, so AtomicGeekdom.com for all that kind of stuff. We'll have wrap-ups at the end of each day. Written by uh, the Atomic Geekdom people. Probably not me because I will be writing it for Entertainment Earth. Uh, so you can check out my stuff at EntertainmentEarth.com or News.EntertainmentEarth.com. Um, but although the San Diego Comic-Con stuff I just was told will be on the front page of their main website, which is a high-pressure situation for me. <laughs> it's got to be good. Content has to be good. <laughs> so uh, if you're going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, I will let you know where I am. Come check me out. Maybe I'll have some cool stuff to give you. Jenny's going to be there as well. So maybe we'll have buttons like we did last year, or I think the year before. We were just handing them out at parties and stuff like that. So uh, stay tuned. We had really cool buttons with... Uh, kind of a, a nice touch to them, uh, an Atomic Geekdom touch. So, um, stay tuned to that. And I hope I didn't sound too uh, braggy about going to San Diego Comic Con. I know what it feels like to be on the outside looking in. Trust me, uh, I will keep it as modest as possible. I'm just super geeked up about it. So, um, everybody should get a chance to go if they want. That's my feeling. You should at least get one chance. Get on a list. Or something i have no idea how that works but uh i'm very lucky and fortunate so i will treat it that way um i i don't deserve to go that's what i'll say anyway uh at atomic kingdom for all that cool stuff kyle you're on social media yes uh you can follow me at kyle Krause 89 uh you can also listen to my other podcast legends tv talk um yeah there was uh, some once... legends there was some legend news news today uh, yes the 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 episode of for the first episode of season four was titled. Oh, I meant the return of a uh, cast member. Oh, um, Amaya. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of. I thought that was. Kind of, I, I didn't think that was news to be honest. It, it wasn't news. <laughs> it was just hey, hey, I am still part of this cast. It's I'm official. Just gonna be, yeah, I'm just I'm going to be playing a different character. I guess. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so I guess that's a little bit of news. But what, um, who is she playing? I, they haven't announced that yet. Oh, it's going to be like a copycat. Yeah, it might be, or it might be just a different version of Vixen. Amaya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But okay. so, so any other news that we get from San Diego Comic-Con, we will most likely make a episode of it. A special release. Everything that's, yes, but everything that's came, everything that's come down the pipeline since hiatus started. I, I could I possibly be at those panels. I'm not sure yet. That's going to be on you, Friday, so... Isn't that isn't that Hall H panels? No. Uh, the CW stuff? I'm pretty sure it's not. I could be wrong. I might be confusing it with the Marvel stuff. Okay. I might be. I thought it was in a different room. I could be wrong. Um, I, it's probably... Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> they haven't really announced it on <laughs> Comic-Con's website yet. It's all from other sites. Um... But what was the the episode title? Uh, Gary the Virgin. All right, who cares? Um, <laughs> I, I like Gary. Gary's funny. <laughs> he's the time agent, right, or whatever. Yeah, he is the time agent. Yeah, oh, he... it just shows up randomly. Right, right. He has like a crush on. Oh, did he have a crush? Yeah, he had. Oh, he had a crush on his boss. Yeah. Yeah, but that's then... what I thought. Yeah. Oh no, that his she boss was, is. She was gay, so. <laughs> yeah, and a cyborg. Uh, a clone. Clone. That's it. Yeah, not cyborg. Clone. She thought. Wasn't there confusion? Like she thought she was a cyborg or something? No, I don't know. No, she just didn't. She maybe just couldn't fathom being a clone. Right. Maybe that's what I thought it was going to be revealed as. That's probably it. Uh, all right. So yeah. Again, one more time. What's the show called? Uh, Legends TV Talk. There you go. All right, guys. We will be back next week. I have no clue what we're going to be talking about, but we'll be back. Um, we will probably take a little time off while I'm in San Diego, but maybe we'll do a road show where I chime in from my car. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I can get one of these jabronis to record it while I'm calling in. So we'll figure it out. I'm sure Kyle could handle it. Um, yeah, or sure, we'll see. We'll figure it out. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week for sure. After Indeed. that, it's up in the air. We might take a two week hiatus. We'll see, or maybe we can get a couple in the can um, before then. So yeah. Until then, be good to each other. Happy 4th of July. Uh, happy World Day. Or if that That's probably not now, but happy world. Let's just put it that way. 
happy world. All right. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>